Welcome to Lex Chat. My name is Lexi, singer, rapper, writer, recording engineer, model, all around entertainer, all that good stuff. Thank you so much for joining me today. This show is dedicated to music and entertainment where we talk about the industry and the business and we help each other to become better artists and better all better overall creatives. You can catch these lives on Instagram at LexiATL. That's L-E-X-C. ATL on Instagram every Wednesday at 8 p.m. to be part of the live conversation. If you missed the live, you can hear the replay on Mondays at 8 a.m. on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you are listening or watching on YouTube, please be sure to like the video, leave comments to continue the conversation, subscribe, and hit the notification bell to be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please give me a five out of five star rating and leave a review. All of these things really help me by telling the algorithms that this is a good piece of content that they should push in front of larger audiences. So I would greatly appreciate y'all for doing that. If you'd like to go the extra mile in supporting me, then please consider becoming a patron of mine on patreon.com slash LexiATL and for as little as $5 Per month, you'll be supporting me and getting early access to content as well as other perks, depending on which tier you sign up for. Okay. This week on Lex Chat, we're going to talk about how to market yourself as a creative. That's whether you're a songwriter, producer, artist, whatever. We're going to talk about some ways that you could market yourself. So if this sounds like something you would be interested in chatting more about, then please make sure you stay tuned. Alrighty, real quick. Let me see how this sounds. Okay, that sounds good. Um, let's see. Let me take you out. Mm, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hope everybody's doing good today. Sorry if I sound a little uh, deep voice today. I just woke up from a nap. Been having a bunch of late night sessions lately. Um, and that doesn't always mesh very well because um, with my schedule, I mean, because I do like to wake up early and get my day started so when I have like these sessions they don't start until 11 12 o'clock at night and they don't get out till like four or five in the morning it's kind of a lot but yeah to avoid taking drugs I try to take a nap before I have to do these sessions so I was trying to get in some z's before this lex chat and I'm gonna probably try to get another hour and a half in after this because yeah, the session is starting at midnight and we're going to go until four, possibly six in the morning. So there's that. And Dunlap says Lex, the flex, Lex with the flex from Tex. Up next, Fly's Kitchen says, I'm not going to lie. I'm seeing that keyboard in the back. I want to hear a little tune. Um, Not going to play that on live right now. My go-to has been like Let It Go from Frozen. <laughs> but um, yeah, I do play a little bit. I actually need to get back into practicing um, and adding new songs to like repertoire of things that I do know how to play. I haven't played in a little minute. 
But anyway, those of you who are listening live, I have a show tomorrow where I am the headliner at Marietta Sage Restaurant and Lounge in Marietta, Georgia. That's at 962 Roswell Street, Northeast in Marietta, Georgia at Marietta Sage Restaurant and Lounge. I'll be doing a quick little 15 minute set. It's an R&B night, so it's going to be a lot of good music. We ain't doing none of that trap stuff. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about the rappers today, but every single Thursday I've gone so far, it's it's always R&B night every Thursday. And I've done the past three nights, the past three Thursdays and every single night that I've gone the level of talent that has been in the building like there have been no bad songs no bad performances um everyone's just when singers come out to do open mics it's just like a different caliber it's like a different quality I don't know kind of quality that I don't really see when it's just a showcase of rappers you know so yeah I won't be the only dope one in the building I met hella dope artists last week um, the ladies really represented last week and yeah, I'm just excited to meet some women who do what I do and who are as dope at what they do as I am at what I do. So yeah, little 15 minutes set tomorrow. If you are in, if you are in the Atlanta area, then definitely, definitely, definitely please come and support me. That would be greatly appreciated. And um, I haven't finalized the set, so let me know what songs y'all think I should do tomorrow. I think I'm leaning towards the typical Bedream, um, possibly Motorboat, possibly Rock Bottom. I don't know. And then throw a cover song in there. I haven't finalized it, but, you know, hopefully I'll do that by the morning and just actually put together the actual show track but yeah fly's kitchen says my go-to is first time by lil Corey. wow you can play that on the piano i didn't think anybody else knew that song it was the first time in my life that i had ever felt this way inside and i knew that it was real it was the first time I didn't know anybody else knew about that song. Yeah, I used to love that song. Him and Lil Sammy growing up, those were, gosh, I don't know how old they were back then, but so talented to be so young. So talented. So yeah, um, y'all watching live, if you're in the Atlanta area, I'll be performing at Marietta Sage Restaurant and Lounge at 962 Roswell Street Northeast in Marietta, Georgia. Come out really nice vibes it's a new location so the interior is fresh it's nice they've got hookah the food is really good um so far i've only had the caesar salad but it was really good and a good size portion for the amount that i paid for it and yeah it's really just a vibe and there's going to be a live band complimenting each artist that plays so it's really nice it's really nice on a thursday r&b champagne thursday um check out the song that's playing in the background right now for those who are listening or watching on youtube spotify or apple podcast you're hearing the replay of this 
then you are hearing Love Chaser in the background right now. So if you like the way this song sounds, highly encourage you to go check it out on our streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, Tidal, YouTube, um, all those different platforms, your favorite streaming platform, go check it out. It's playing in the background. And y'all make sure y'all head over to my website to support me on the merchandise tip. We got hats, wristbands, lighters with a built-in bottle opener, and Lexi posters. Also have the sexy Lexi posters if you like if you like that imagery. <laughs> they are um the best sellers actually. But no, I actually sold um one of my artistic posters last week, so I'm really excited about that. Um, the last couple times I've been to Sage, actually, I've had a couple people support by buying posters and um, lighter and somebody bought. Yeah, he did buy a sun visor. So that was really dope. So, yeah, if you can't catch me in person, then those things are available on my website. And uh, please check that out at LexiATL.com. L-E-X-C-A-T-L.com. Um, what else do we have on this? So last week I told y'all that I was having a phone conference with the Mezzo agency with Miss Tammy Luttrell. So I did have a phone conference with her phone meeting with her last Thursday. That went really well. And, um, I was just kind of explaining to her that, you know, I feel like I'm, I have a good foundation for my businesses and a good understanding of the different platforms that I need to be collecting all the royalties and not leaving any money on the table. But she told me basically that, you know, where you're at right now, your catalog might not be moving as much as we would like to sign you as a client that we represent, but it sounds like you're doing great where you're at right now. I would recommend a marketing package for you. So she sent over all the um, materials and actually sent me a referral. So um, it was a really good, a really good experience. It was only a 30 minute consultation, free consultation. So if you go to, I think it's at the Mezzo agency on Instagram and it's ran and owned by Miss Tammy Luttrell, then you can schedule a free 30 minute consultation to see where you are at like education wise. How much do you know about how you are collecting your royalties and the different things that you're using to do so? Are you associated with a PRO? Do you have sound exchange? Have you officially claimed your artist pages? Do you know what ISRCs are? Have you have you signed up as a registrant? Do you have codes that you could put out? Are you embedding the codes in your music? Are you encoding them? All those different things. So she'll kind of go over those things um, and get you to understand some basic terms and from there determine you know what might the best package be for you or you know should you sign on oh they're also going to be offering a sync licensing thing where it's going to be subscription based so you do you will pay like a membership subscription and we'll be able to submit to different tv show and movie placements so I think she said that's not going to be going live until january but definitely something that i want to look into and I've actually been knowing about Miss Tammy Luttrell for a few years. I just never thought that I had enough to be able to go work with her. One of my professors actually recommended that I work with her. I just didn't know how I was going to back then. So I never like pursued it. You know what I mean? Um, and the call was good, but also kind of frustrating because it, it was good because it let me know that I've been on the right track as far as I've been doing pretty good managing 
my PRO and having a website together and doing my copyrights. I've been doing good by myself. So that was the positive part that she let me know. The part that I was a little disappointed with was, you know, unfortunately the catalog is not, it's not moving enough to have to sign with her agency just yet. So, um, but she did exactly what I was thinking. You know, the marketing needs to be up. That's exactly what her recommendation was too. So I'm grateful for that. And um, once I get more numbers moving, then I'm going to circle back around because honestly, I'm just tired of doing a lot of stuff by myself, but I'm going to keep on trucking because, you know, I'm going to do what I can until I get the team in place that I want. Until then, I will educate myself on all the different aspects of it and just, you know, educate myself on all the different aspects of it and keep doing what I can do until I get to a point where I can do what I really want to do, you know? So just keeping that, um, keeping that hustler spirit, keep it moving. I'm not going to let nothing stop. Might take a little break, but, uh, we ain't stopping nothing over here. Might slow down, but we ain't stopping that, you know? So let's see what else has happened. Um, this past Monday, I got to co-host a show. It's called RSVP with Phoenix Soul. And we live streamed to iHeartRadio. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was me. It was Phoenix Soul, Frederic de Jesus, who is the one who invited me to do the intimate sessions back in August. I believe those intimate sessions will start airing by next year. But I'll definitely keep y'all posted on that. But it was Phoenix Soul, Frederic de Jesus, Dave Legend, and me. Come to find out, I actually met Dave Legend years ago at a fashion show at Kennesaw State University. And I actually got a t-shirt from him back then. His company is This Is The Movement. And uh, so that was a fun little tidbit. We were like, he was like, you know, I think I met you before. And we were, we took maybe like five or 10 minutes for us to figure out where we had met. And we figured out it was at a fashion show at Kennesaw State years ago. I'm talking... Oof, was I still, was I still in school? 2016, I don't think I was in school. Mm, I don't know. 2016, 17, 18, around that time. Around that time. But that podcast went really well and we talked about romance and what that looks like in today's society. And of course, y'all know. Do y'all know? I don't know. You might know. But Basically, I gave my opinions on things like we talked about love language and we talked about being intentional. We talked about doing little things versus having huge grand gestures. And, you know, how do you keep things spicy or exciting after you've been in a relationship with someone for a long time? How do you factor kids into the equation? It was just a really good I feel like a balanced conversation and everybody was super respectful and we were able to laugh. Nobody was talking over each other. So it was just a really good conversation and I'm happy to have been invited on there. So shout out to Fred for inviting me to be part of that show. And as soon as I figure out where it's going to be replaying, I'll let y'all know. But we did live stream to iHeartRadio that night. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Josh says that Jimmy Max tonight on drums. Oh, okay. 
do you do Jimmy Max every Wednesday or is that like a, a weekly gig that you do? Let me know. But um, yeah, that's that's all I got for the Lex check, which I did not introduce. I just realized. But yeah, so the topic for today's Lex chat is going to be how do we market ourselves as creatives and in what ways can we increase our digital footprint? So if that sounds like a topic you would be interested in hearing more about getting in on the conversation with, then definitely make sure you stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. So, 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 how do we market ourselves as creatives when it comes to, where did this question come from? I did a Q&A session, which um, I'm supposed to be doing monthly Q&A sessions, but uh, unfortunately the patron, the Patreon uh, support has gone down. I think everybody's pockets are being hit by um, either financial issues or honestly just the, what'd you call it? Holiday season. I don't know. I'm supposed to be doing this once a month, but I completely forgot to do it for the month of October. But anyway, I did like a Q and a ask for questions on Instagram. Like, Hey, what kind of questions do y'all have? Whether it be about music or really just anything in life. Let me just answer any questions y'all might be have y'all might be having anything that you might be curious about got a few um a lot of questions about mixing which i hope i answered those questions for that person um giving them the answers that they were looking for and then had some other questions like you know talk about saving money talk about you know how do you feel about the spirit versus the soul another one of my favorite questions was when did you first fall in love with music that was very brown sugar to me like you know when did you first fall in love with hip-hop but I think I'll explore that in a future Lex chat episode because um I need to sit down and think about it and go back in, in memory lane and um go back to my roots like why did I start this music journey right but another question that I got was how do I market myself as a songwriter and I really like that question. I feel like I have addressed this before, but it's always nice to revisit and share like updated views on what I'm doing to put myself out there. So if anything that I'm doing will help y'all with figuring out what you can do to market yourself as a creative, then it's always a good idea to revisit that conversation. And just like with marketing, it's a good idea to revisit whether or not a certain method is working. If it is, continue with it. If it's not, find something new to do. So yeah, um, I guess the person who asked that question, she's a songwriter and she was wondering, how do I market myself? And my short answer for her was to put yourself out there and I told her, get out and do open mics and do shows because 
no one's going to hear your music if uh, I, I feel like a lot of creatives have this issue. We just let our music sit on our hard drives to include me. I need to uh, get on my own tail about releasing quicker. And that is the goal for the new year. If I could do at least one song a month of an official release, then that would be great. I'm realizing I'm going to have to treat streaming the way that I treat YouTube and the way that I'm consistent on YouTube. I need to be consistent on these streaming platforms. So, yeah. Anyway, that was my short answer to her. Get out there and perform the songs yourself because nobody knows about the music. You can go out, perform the songs at open mics and showcases and see how the crowd reacts to it. And that will tell you if you got something on your hands or not, or if you need to go back to the drawing board anyway. So yeah, if anyone who is tuned in live, if you have any marketing ideas or advice on marketing that you want to share, some things that have been working for you as a creative, then definitely please feel free to share that in the live chat. And I'm going to share what's been working for me as a creative or what I've been dibbling and dabbling in. Side note, what am I going to eat? I did not cook today. Okay, so I actually created a little list. And the quick bullet points are use free platforms to build your digital footprint. Get a website. Do shows collaborate with other creatives, explore your other interests and let people discover you how they want and uh, email newsletter. So those are the five quick bullet points that I came up with on how you can market yourself as a creator. And this, this can apply to singers, rappers, songwriters, um, producers, whatever kind of music creative you are, then take try to tailor what I'm telling you and tailor it to how it's going to work for you to showcase yourself to an audience. Okay. Fly's kitchen said, establish the crowd you are trying to reach. Yes. I like that. So first piece of advice, (laughs) Fly's kitchen, establish the crowd you are trying to reach. What kind of demographic are you trying to appeal to? What kind of people do you want to appeal to? And You kind of got to make a choice too, though, like when it comes to this, are you trying to search for the people who will like your stuff or are you trying to cater to a certain crowd? So are you making it and then going out and finding your audience or are you deciding what kind of people you want to engage with you and then tailoring your content to be something that they would seek out and that they would want to interact with. So I think um, you have to determine, you know, what side of the coin are you approaching on that particular thing, but establishing the crowd that you're trying to reach, right? For me, I preferably would like to reach people my age, right? And I think analytics is gonna come into play right here even though I haven't really been keeping up with my analytics like I'm supposed to, um, doing a monthly check-in like I'm supposed to. But for me, right, when I think about the kind of people that I want to appeal to, I want them to be around my age range and I want them to have a certain mentality. Those are the kind of people that I want. So I want people who are, I don't want to be cliche and say young bosses, but I want people who are good with, 
self-reflection. They respect themselves. They respect people around them. They um, are responsible. They know how to have a good time, but they're responsible with how they are growing and what they are doing to further themselves in their lives. And that's a very broad way to think of an audience, right? So I'm searching for people who have a certain mindset. So unfortunately for me, I haven't really like honed in on who my target audience would be other than I would like it to be a group of my peers. But I will say, don't get comfortable with who you think your audience should be. For me, I just been making music and making content that I like and seeing what kind of people interact with that. So my first point that I have is use free platforms to build your digital footprint. And I don't know if anybody else uses the term digital footprint, but basically we're all making a mark in the world, right? This is having to do with like SEO. When somebody Googles your name, are you one of the first things to pop up on that search? So if I'm increasing my digital footprint, I'm making my presence known in the internet and digital spaces. So free platforms would include these social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok. Um, I'm sure there are hella social media platforms that I don't know about, but these are like the biggest ones, right? And mm, technically, I guess you could say Apple Music and Spotify are free to consume if you're okay with listening to commercials like with YouTube as well, right? So those would be things as well too, right? But take advantage of these free platforms. So the only thing that you got to worry about with signing up with these things is keeping up with your email basically and be careful with their terms of use, which nobody ever really reads through those things. But like if you have a Facebook page, you need to create a business Facebook page and connect it to your personal page. Hugh Steph says, amen. So create a business page with your artist page and connect it to your personal, your personal, personal Facebook, your personal Facebook page. And when it comes to creating um, all these different accounts on these different free platforms, make sure that you're staying consistent with the name that you're using. So it's not confusing for people to find you or annoying for people to have to type in different things when they're looking for you. So um I am Lexi ATL across everything that I could have possibly gotten my name on, right? Lexi ATL thankfully has not been taken on social media sites that I've been on. So I should get a Lexi ATL email, but it's actually Lexi Solo. But when you go to my Facebook page, it's Lexi and ATL in parentheses. When you go to my Twitter page, well, Twitter is actually an exception for me. My Lexi ATL Twitter page got banned, well, suspended for copyright. Um, when I used to post a lot of cover songs, it would get flagged for that. And they eventually just suspended my account. And even though I've appealed many times, they just were not giving it back. So now my Twitter is this is Lexi. But that's beside the point. Other than that, my Instagram is at Lexi ATL and my TikTok is at Lexi ATL. 
YouTube is also, if you type in youtube.com slash Lexi ATL, then I pop up. So keeping a consistent name across all of those social media platforms so it's easy for people to find you. When you especially, because the advice I gave was to go out and do shows, right? For this particular question that was asked of me to go out and do shows. You don't want to be on stage trying to tell people how to find you. And it's 50 different names for whatever different platforms that you're using. You want to make it as easy and as simple as possible for people to find you. And also when people type your name in, that name should be associated with everything that you do. So Something else that's coming to mind for advice as far as like Instagram and TikTok and YouTube now allows hashtags. Um, just don't go too crazy with the hashtags on YouTube, but use hashtags to your advantage, right? So create your own unique hashtag. So no matter when someone like create your own unique hashtag, what I mean by that is even if it's not populated yet, Make sure like my name is Lexi, right? So I have hashtag Lexi, L-E-X capital C. I have hashtag Lexi A-T-L, hashtag L-E-X-C-A-T-L. Ever since I've had Instagram, I have been populating that hashtag ever since I've had these social media platforms. So now when you go on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube and you might type in the hashtag Lexi, hashtag Lexi ATL to be more specific, then you're going to see everything that I've been doing because every post I have that includes my face in it or that includes me in the work, I put Lexi ATL on it. So start populating your own hashtag. And I would say maybe create like two to five unique hashtags that's like unique to your name as an artist or unique to your brand depending on whatever um, industry you're in and then take advantage of your hashtags when you're on these social media platforms I hate when I see people posting and it's just a caption and they don't have hashtags you get a, a limit of 30 hashtags on Instagram and on Twitter it's just a um it's just like a, a character limit, right? But on Instagram, you can use up to 30 hashtags. I hate that people don't use it. And I hate that some people think that, well, you shouldn't use too many. You don't wanna use irrelevant hashtags. That's the main thing. So like for me, most posts with my face in it, I'll do hashtag Lexi, hashtag Lexi ATL, hashtag singer, hashtag rapper, hashtag songwriter, hashtag audio engineer, hashtag dancer, hashtag model, hashtag, um, let's say I posted a picture with the, the model picture that I did for loved ones, right? I'll do hashtag loved ones, hashtag glory apparel, hashtag model, hashtag Atlanta singer, hashtag Atlanta engineer, hashtag Atlanta songwriter. So now if people in my area are looking for me, they'll I've actually gotten booked for private singing events because people search the hashtag Atlanta singer Atlanta female vocalist female vocalist so I'm using hashtags that are relevant to who I am as a person but I'm also using using hashtags that are relevant to whatever the content is that I'm posting about Larry Nolan asks what do you do when you don't have a large following you focus on the people who are engaging with you so I would say that I have a decent following, but the amount of people that actually interact with my page, I only see like the same 10 to 15 people each time 
I'm on like these Lexi, these Lex chat lives or um, YouTube is actually different now because I've explored a different way of marketing myself by doing reactions. And that's actually been getting a lot of organic, organic engagement for me. But if you don't have a large following, then connect with the people who are engaging, like give energy to the people who are giving energy to you. You can have the numbers, but if you don't have the influence over those numbers, then the numbers just make you look good. But what can you really do with that? What's up? Dandel Photography. Um, Hugh Steph says the new YouTube handle feature allows you to change your URL or create one if you haven't already. So now my YouTube is the same handle as my IG. Yes, yes. Thank you, Hugh Steph. And that goes back to what I was telling y'all earlier that make sure... If you can help it, have your name be the same thing across everything, right? Have your name be the same across everything and don't change your, like, ugh. it's also irritating when artists specifically, I'm thinking of one person in particular, they've changed their name like three or four times in the past six months. And I'm like, okay, you're going through a rebranding, but you're also confusing people who follow you because now this name is popping up and I don't remember following this page. So I'm looking like, who is this, you know, but um, don't confuse people by changing your name. Pick a name and stick to it. That's your name. You need to stand beside it. All right. Hugh Steph says also making a link tree or something along those lines helps you to put all of your sites in one place. Yes, that's a major key as well. Um, do you pay a monthly subscription for that, though, Steph? C? you have to pay for a link tree, right? But Linktree is a great option to direct people to different things that you're into. So if I if I wanted to redirect people to my Facebook and my YouTube page or let's say I wanted people to book me for studio time, I could put a link in there for how they could directly contact me to book for studio time or for Hugh Stefano, it would be um, how to book him as a producer and an engineer. Ooh, Hugh Steph says, no, no, ma'am. The one I use is free 99. Can you drop a link in the chat for all of the people so we can follow suit? Because all the ones that I had were charging and I was like, ooh, budget already tight. I got to get creative with my budget. But yeah, um, I like that question that, that Larry Nolan posted about what do you do if you don't have a large following? Don't focus on the numbers so much as focusing on the genuine connection that you have with people and um, just building that relationship, building that repertoire with people. Even though I do get kind of frustrated by seeing like the same number, like only have like maybe consistently the same three to 10 people on the Lex chats even. Right. But now y'all tell me certain things and I can relate to y'all. I'm remembering certain things, certain stories that y'all tell me, or I can address y'all personally because now I know your names. I know how to pronounce like uh, another person who comes in here frequently is the, I thought his name was the radicals, but he actually corrected me one time. It was like, no, like a Greek or a Roman pronunciation, the radicles. And I was like, Ooh, so now every time I see him, I remember that's the Radicles. So, and I'm sure he appreciates that every time he comes on, I'm saying his name properly. And we're kind of building like that genuine connection and relationship, right? Great keys. What's up? 
Hugh Stuff says you can get a free link tree at drum.io. It is free 99. Free 99. Okay. Okay. So yeah, take advantage of using these free platforms. If you have a Gmail account, then you can, then you have a free YouTube account. You just got to activate it. You got to claim it. Um, and like Hugh Stefner said, YouTube now is finally offering handles. They kind of did it with the unique URL, but now they're following suit as not just being like a search engine and not just being a streaming platform. They are like a social media platform. So I think it's really dope that they finally got the handles. Um, pretty much, I think, cause they were sending me emails for like the past two, three weeks telling me to claim it. But I think you will pretty much um, automatically be given whatever your unique URL is. So mine is youtube.com slash LexiATL. So they automatically made my handle at LexiATL, which works for me because it's at LexiATL no matter what platform I'm on, with the exception of Twitter, of course, because can't get that one back. They won't rescind their suspension. So, yeah. Take advantage of the free platforms and be consistent with it. Figure out which of the free platforms you like the most and which platforms you're getting the most interaction and engagement on. And it's okay to only have one, two, or three platforms that you're focused on. So for me, I do have a Facebook page that's linked to my Instagram, but I don't, I'm not actively on Facebook like that. So my, my social media platforms of choice are Instagram and YouTube really. It's really Instagram and YouTube. Sometimes Twitter, when I feel like complaining, um, <laughs> I go to Twitter to complain about stuff, but my main focuses are Instagram and YouTube. And that's what I make sure I'm consistent on. Excuse me. So Instagram might be pictures of me in the studio. It might be pictures of when I'm modeling. It might be videos when I'm modeling. Um, I'll get on Instagram and do the live Lex chats. Or sometimes I'll get on live and show y'all what I'm working on in the studio, whether that's I don't think I'm gonna be showing my personal songwriting process anymore, but I'll typically show when I'm in the studio vocally producing a client that I'm working with. And that's a good way to, you know, showcase my skills. I post my, when I do cover songs, like when I see the, y'all see the multiple mini me's on the screen when I'm doing the, the cover acapellas and acapella break and harmony breakdowns, then I post that on here as well as YouTube. Um, and yeah, YouTube, I will post the replay of Lex Chat. I will post music videos, of course. I was doing vlogs, but I've decided the person who told me they wanted me to continue doing vlogs, I don't really see them engaging with my content anymore. So I've decided to stop that. And um, it, it's kind of just a lot of work. And I'm documenting my journey by doing these Lex Chats now. So. Mm, you know, if I get enough people who want me to go back to doing vlogs then I will, or I think right now, um, there's a bunch of vlogs that are only available if you're a patron of mine. So you have access to those archives. Otherwise I'm not, I'm not doing it. It's just a lot of work having a camera glued to my hand 24 seven, you know, 
and then the editing and all that. But yeah, I also do tutorials on YouTube. So like the harmony breakdowns, when I do certain cover songs and people want to know how did I create those harmony stacks that I did in the cover song, then I'll do a harmony breakdown. Um, and the most recent thing I'm, I've been doing that's been getting me a lot of organic attention has been reactions where I wanted a way to stay like relevant, not relevant, but stay what is the word I'm looking for? Up to date, I guess. Stay up with the times of the artists coming out. So I decided to do a reaction thing. And somebody actually gave me the idea, just call yourself R&B Girl Reacts, which I love. So I do R&B Girl Reacts. And the first few that I did was No Name Dropping by J. Breezy. Um, and then when your love by NBA young boy. So reacting to those, giving my honest opinion. And I've been getting so much organic views from the NBA young boy reactions. It's basically about to turn into an NBA young boy reaction channel at this point, because that's all they give me. But, um, they've been giving me some good, some good material by him to, to listen to. And the last couple songs I listened to by NBA young boy, I'm like, okay, I see why people I actually do like him, but only because he's, uh, it seems like he's grown and he puts it in the music. That's what I've been missing from a lot of these rappers. And he talks about a lot of stuff in his songs. <coughs> Excuse me. He talks about a lot of stuff in his songs that I always tell my clients that they need to be doing so that people can connect and relate to you, right? He's telling stories and he's talking about how his mindset has changed. He's talking about the struggles. He's talking about the different thoughts that go through his head, the guilt that he feels with certain people following down in his footsteps when he himself is trying to change, but they can't get out of it like he is, you know. So kudos to those people. And um, so what that's doing, right, when I'm doing those reaction videos, it's bringing more traffic to my page. So we talked we talked about expanding like the digital footprint right so not only is my name popping up when you search lexi or you search lexi atl it's popping up on facebook on twitter on instagram on youtube on tiktok now my name is also becoming associated with nba young boy because now i've put myself with those reaction videos i'm giving myself more um I guess, name associations. So when people click on certain things, like if they click on NBA Youngboy, they might mess around and see R&B Girl reacts to NBA Youngboy and they'll click on my channel. But when they go to my channel, my channel obviously has vlogs, Lex Chat, tutorials, music videos, um, audio tracks from music that I've released that I've created playlists for. Side note, don't let Instagram be the only one to create playlists for you. If you're an artist releasing music, create your own playlist as well. So like when I release my music through um, CD Baby for distribution, right, it'll automatically send my music to YouTube and YouTube will automatically create like an audio video for it. But that's like Lexi topic. I want people to come to my page on on uh, YouTube and stay on my page. So I make my own playlist with my album. These are the songs in the same order of my project. You know what I'm saying? So that's a little side note. Hugh Steph says, also I've noticed YouTube shorts get more attention than TikToks or Reels. I get 2K views in three minutes with YouTube shorts. Mm. I I need to get into YouTube shorts. I'll do like when I post my acapellas, my multi-screen acapellas, 
on Instagram. I'll post those if it's a minute or less than three minutes. I'll post those to YouTube Shorts. And I actually got uh, thousands <laughs> of interactions on. I think the latest one I posted before this Cherish one was um, one that I did for Aliyah where I was singing live, but I had the background vocals behind me. But yeah, YouTube shorts and um, TikToks can go. What else? There's also SoundCloud if y'all are still into that. Me personally, I'm not, but um, yeah. So in keeping with growing your digital footprint, right? Get a website. If you can get a website because anything could happen and honestly anything could happen with Squarespace but anything could happen with these social media platforms where suddenly you can't use them anymore or they change their rules and their community guidelines so now you're not able to post the things that you want to post or your posting is limited or you have to deal with things like shadow bans which is super annoying um get a website so your, your website's going to be like a central hub for what people can see that you've done. Think of it as like a digital resume, right? So you have a YouTube, you have a Facebook, you have Twitter, you have Instagram, you have TikTok. Those things are really just attracting people to your personality and attracting people to how you think, you know, like, do y'all have common schools of thoughts? So, but when you are attracting these people, you should have something for them to hold on to, right? So a website is going to, from all of my social media platforms, my website is in the bio. But when you go to my website, I have my biography. I have all of the press that's associated with my name. I have all of my lyrics put up onto my website. Um, What else do I have? I have, I just added a credits page. So now when people search my name and they search certain artists, again, that association is going to come like I've searched some artist names that I've worked with and my website comes up before I see anything about them because my name is associated with them. But my name has the better SEO behind it because of how I have built up my digital footprint and my website. Right. So, um, I would say get a website because it has those things on there. It also has my latest releases. It has merchandise shop. It has um, the different playlists. Like I like to advertise Lex Chat on there. I also have, if people want to see all of my live performances and it's on my website, if people want to want to listen to the remixes um, and the covers that I've done, that's on my website. If people want to see when is my next show that's on my website and it's just basically like a central location for people like when people get curious about who you are it's a central location that says hey here's everything that I've done in one location for you they may have started on Instagram and ended up on my website or started off on YouTube and ended up on my website but my goal is to bring them to my website and have my website present my resume basically so Hold on. Mm, mm, mm. It's a lot of talking. Mixed by Black asks, how do you feel about IG and Google ads? Personally, I don't believe in Instagram ads. For me personally, I don't like them because I don't see genuine engagement. Um, 
but I do like Google ads. So when it comes to YouTube, right? Um, if you are being serious about growing your YouTube channel, find something that you can consistently put out. Um, I think even for you being a mixed engineer, if you started doing reaction videos, like in my reaction videos, I am giving critique on how the song sounds a lot of time, not just what they're talking about or their lack of topic, but that's something easy that I can do. And the editing is not that bad. And people have been complaining about wanting to see the music video, but I'm getting copyright strikes by playing the, the music video. So F those people. But if you're serious about like building up your YouTube channel, right? And then even helping yourself to build to monetizing the YouTube channel, you will have to have a certain number of subscribers to get a special URL, a unique URL. So you got to get a hundred subscribers to get your unique URL. And then I think once you hit that threshold of a hundred subscribers, you can apply for Google AdSense, which is the, the vehicle for how you pay for ads on YouTube. Basically, um, Google ads, I don't really, I, mm, I have done Google ads before, but through Nah, nah, I haven't paid for keyword searches to make my name the top listing on the results. So I haven't done that, but I'll use Google AdSense to um, advertise on YouTube. So with $10 per video, I can get a minimum of four to 500 views on my videos. And for me, I've seen the most, um, the most kickback I guess so when it when it came to Instagram ads they would only see the post and I would get a higher level of impressions but none of those people were clicking through to my website whereas when I've done Google AdSense and um, advertise on YouTube the amount of people that actually click through to my website I can see those analytics coming back on Squarespace and telling me hey you have a lot of, it's called referrals. You have a, a lot of referrals coming from Instagram and YouTube. So people who are coming from Instagram and, and ending up on your website, people who are coming from YouTube and ending up on your website, it's looking, it's like a good funnel that's happening. Whereas when I've done Instagram ads, I wasn't seeing, I wasn't seeing that. So YouTube has proven to kick back all that traffic to my website. Um, I get a lot of people directly coming to my website. My highest referrals are from YouTube and then directly people directly typing in Lexi for me, mm, because I've built up my SEO elsewhere outside of Instagram. I don't, I just don't get the desired engagement that I want on Instagram. So I don't pay for it anymore. Um, same thing with Facebook unless I just need to research that better, but I don't get the desired engagement from Facebook ads that I get from YouTube and the amount of people going to my website, I get the best return from YouTube. So I would say just play around with, with what works best for you, but have something that people can come to that's not just an Instagram page. It's not just a, it's not just a YouTube page. It's not just a TikTok page, right? Um, just like we talked about with the clout chasing episode last, last week, 
it's okay. Well, if you're going to be a clout chaser, make sure you have something that people can go digging through of yours. And the best thing that you want people to come back to is your own website, not these other sites that are owned by other people. Let me see. So get a website, use these free platforms, take advantage of test out Google ads. Um, Google ads are more so like when you claim your business page on Google. I feel like Rich Productions is really good with this, but you can basically put in a bid to be the highest. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Basically, you you pay a bid so that you're more likely to pop up as the top result when you pay for when you pay a bid, a higher bid on certain keywords. So if you wanted to be the top result anytime somebody searched mixing engineer, Atlanta mixing engineer or Atlanta mix studio, you would pay for the key keyword phrases or the keywords mixing engineer studio Atlanta you would pay a higher bid on those so you're you're more likely to be the top result when people are searching those things. Um, oh, I just read my dress. Whoops, I stretched it out. So that's how Google ads are going to work more so. It's more expensive, honestly. That's another reason why I don't do Google ads. It can get very pricey depending on how high of a bid you're doing. It does work and you are getting a large amount of people coming through the funnel but it is more pricey. It's more cost effective for me to do YouTube ads. Um, and I see the most genuine kickback to my website through YouTube ads. So that's, that's for me. But I believe in Google ads more than Instagram ads, I will say. So a website, um, another way to market yourself is to go do shows. What's beautiful about being on social media is the fact that we don't have to physically be in a bunch of places at one time you can be in a bunch of places at one time um whereas physically when you're doing these shows it's you know one place at a time but doing shows is a great way to market yourself because you are networking and like i gave i don't remember what the person's name was who submitted that question but she was wondering how to market herself as a song writer um And I told her, you know, if you got a little voice on you, go out to these open mics, go out to these showcases, these talent showcases and sing your own songs and see how people are reacting in a crowd. So don't think of it as being from like an artist standpoint, if that's not what you want to do. But how else are you getting your songs out there? So do these shows. And I would say, um, get yourself together on ASCAP or BMI. Um, I would say get your sound exchange, get a distribution, like distribute the songs, record them yourself if you got a little voice on you or find somebody who can sing the stuff for you. Record them songs yourself, make them sound decent, throw them up on, you can distribute it. If you don't feel like paying for it, then throw it up on like a SoundCloud or a YouTube you could even create a little quick little video and upload to um, Instagram, maybe do a one minute thing, or you can upload up to three minutes as a reel and get people's reactions. Let people know this is for sale. Be careful with that. Get your copyrights together. But if you wanted to 
advertise and market yourself as a songwriter, the best way to do that is you kind of have to have an artist approach about it because just telling people, hey, I'm a songwriter, but you don't have any kind of catalog for people to refer to because no one's ever actually sung one of your songs, you know, that would be my advice to that person who asked that. So get out and do these shows. You can network with people. Um, if people like how your stuff sounds at a show, they might be more inclined to want to shop with you as far as getting stuff written or you can, um, start getting connections with studios, get connections with different producers, different artists at these showcases and collaborate. So yeah, networking and collaborating with other creatives is a good way to market yourself specifically for that person who is a songwriter. Dang, I wish I, I remembered her Instagram handle. I'm pretty sure it was a girl, a woman who asked me. But don't be afraid to get out of here and um, go ahead and put it up on Spotify and do your marketing. And if you are truly only wanting to be a songwriter, there's no issue with you could always take it down later. You know, you can always take the song down, but you can use SoundCloud. You can use YouTube. You can do um, you can distribute officially Probably, you know what, use DistroKid because that would be cheaper. CD Baby, you pay per release, but actually you do pay per release on DistroKid as well. If you go for the legacy lifetime option, which is like 30, 40 bucks per release. But y'all, y'all don't read too much. People forget about that. If anything were to happen to your account and you didn't pay your subscription on DistroKid, your music can be taken down as a form of collateral. But uh, yeah. You could pay $20 a year, though, and release as much music as you want to on the streaming sites. But it's still going to be your responsibility to bring attention and awareness to your music. So songwriters, you kind of got to treat yourself like an artist. Record the song, put it out, market it, get it placed. If you don't like your voice on it, find somebody else to sing it. Offer. People don't like this option, but offer a few songs for free or find a dope artist that you can come up with and write their stuff for them and help them on that on that grind on that climb up let's see another way to market yourself and then we're going to wrap this up because we're hitting the hour mark now um <clears throat> explore your other interests and let people discover you for the other things that you're interested in so a great example of this coming from me is the fact that we're even doing a Lex chat. I actually started Lex chat because I felt like getting in on the conversation of Meek Mill's album cover to Expensive Pain. And I wanted to weigh in on it. And I ended up talking for an hour on Instagram live. And from there, I just decided why, what if I do these weekly? And this would be a way for me to stay consistent with engaging with people and showing more of my personality. So I thought, you know, let me let me do some podcasting and then with the podcasting, too. Right. Because I don't I don't want to necessarily do the tutorials like I used to do. Like I really used to do a whole production behind like why you shouldn't record with auto tune. And I would do little reenactments on my own and do voiceovers and it's a whole editing thing, but it just takes way, it just takes a long time, time that I don't really feel like putting into that. So LexChat has been a great substitute for the tutorials that I used to do on YouTube. 
and you know it's long form everybody else is already doing podcasts anyway so why not we can talk about educating artists in a long form way a one hour form and so that's actually how Lex Chat was born and then I figured you know I could do music reviews live on Lex Chat I could do I could have my own music playing in the background. So when I'm doing the Lex check, which is the first 10 to 15 minutes of the show, when I'm doing Lex check, I have my music playing in the background and I'll tell people, hey, like I told y'all in the intro, this is Love Chaser playing in the background. This is Drop Top featuring Pleasure Pleasure P playing in the background. This is Bedream playing in the background, available on all streaming platforms. And as my following, as my uh, engagement increases with these things why does it sound so crunchy i'm like resonating there's like a frequency resonating in my ear the way i'm talking i might need to change the way i'm speaking but as i build up my audience for lex chat right that'll indirectly get people to look for my music because i'm telling you that's me in the background if you like what you hear go check it out on streaming platforms so it's and honestly, it's a better substitute for my for my tutorials and the vlogs. Um, it's helping me to like timestamp where I am in my career, but it is also adding that value of educating upcoming artists and sharing ideas and sharing um, experiences with other creatives to help someone else out there. Right? I got that idea from Gary V. Actually, to document the journey. That's even how I started my vlogs, but. I stopped because it became a lot, which makes sense because it took a lot for him as well. He did over two, three hundred videos before he started getting any traction. But um, yeah, it's about offering value. So the education aspect that comes with doing these Lex chats, offering value to people and playing my music in the background, because why not? And then if they make it through the entire episode at the end i have 20 seconds of my music playing it has the name of the song underneath it so if they're just curious enough to say hey let me let me see what else she's been doing they'll go to spotify or title or apple music or on youtube and search lexi and listen to my music and i may have gained a fan not because i told them to go listen to my music but because they associated me giving them value through this lex chat they enjoy the information so much that they're going back and thinking hmm they might even be trying to verify like is she really about it and the music matches the content like the advice that's out there you know it's a it's a way to connect with people so do things explore your other interests and let people discover you for the other things you're interested in. Another thing for me would be the Lexi fitness. I've been working out. I've always been an athlete. So I've been doing sports since seventh grade, uh, volleyball, basketball, track, cheerleading. I've been doing all of those since seventh grade and always having some form of physical, uh, activity in my life from seventh grade. And um, when I moved out here to Atlanta, one of the jobs I actually had was working in a gym. I started out as like a like a babysitter, basically watching people's kids while they work out. And then I became a kickboxing instructor. But I didn't actually get my certification for fitness until November of 2021. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. November of 2021. Um, and fitness is just something that's always stuck with me. So, you know, if I meet people on a fitness tip. If I can help them on their fitness journey, um, fitness is not all that I do, right? 
But eventually when you get to know people, we met on a fitness tip, but as you get to know people and you build rapport with people, they start asking other questions like, hey, what else do you do outside of this? Oh, word, you do music? Oh my God. Oh, really? You do modeling? Oh my God. And the conversation can spiral from there. Another great example of explore your interests and that's how you'll meet people, right? Um, I have a page called Lexi Quotes because I like to read. And so I post quotes from the books that I'm reading. And most recently, I actually need to record the next few chapters. I've been really slow with the um, journal entries. But most recently, I got the book Unbothered by Omarion and started reading that audiobook style and posting different quotes from that book. Well, I've been a fan of, of Omarion since ever since I can remember, basically. And I actually met him not at a music event, but at a book signing event. So he releases the book Unbothered. I love reading. One of my favorite artists, Omarion, comes out with a book. Oh my God, the tickets to do the book signing, it's only $50. It's way cheaper to drive to Alabama and go meet him at this book signing than it is to catch him on tour or to, you know, wait for him to come to Atlanta for whatever. So I've spent years being a fan of Omarion and I'm meeting him because of my love for reading. I'm not meeting him at a concert and it's face to face. Like I hugged him. We touched. He called me gorgeous. He said my energy was beautiful and he signed the book. <laughs> so that's another great example. Like I would have never if I hadn't had an interest in reading and one of my favorite artists like caught that intersection like, oh, my fans like to read. People want to hear what I say. Let me do this book signing meet and greet. That's how I met Omarion in person. And, uh, you know, so just explore your other interests outside of like for me. I love music, but there's no balance if all I ever do is focus on music. So we got the podcast, we got the fitness, we got the reading um, and yeah, a bunch of other stuff. Right. So um, explore your other interests and make connections based off of those interests. And as you get to know people, you might be surprised with how many opportunities you get for the stuff that you really want to do based off of the stuff that you just like to do for fun. I think as creatives, because our job is music, um, we don't really, we tend to have tunnel vision with that, but we forget about the fact that we're people and people are multifaceted, multidimensional. We have multiple interests. You don't have to stick with just music all the time. You'll connect with a lot of people going out and living life, like literally just go out and live your life, figure out what you like to do, go have fun doing that, connect with people who like to do those things. And then you'll be surprised with, um, you know, what, what everybody does. The cat is scratching at the door. Well, at least we got a full hour before she did this. But yeah, um, what was I going to say? Keep up with these things, but you can expand your network in the most unlikely ways by living your life, doing things you like to do and meeting people who like the same things you like. Okay. Okay. So yeah, basically live your life. There was a thought I had, but then the cat started scratching at the door. So let me read this comment. GCR radio says Lex chat replays are getting 3000 to 5,000 listeners every Saturday on game changers radio. 
Let's promote it more and that will help increase your numbers on there. Numbers are really good. Hey, see, look at that. So now people will become interested because of Lex Chat, right? They'll become interested and hopefully y'all like the information that I give y'all on here. They'll become interested in, you know, who is Lexi? Like, what else does she do? That's the point that I wanted to make. Um, Because I saw Troy something, Troy Taylor or something like that. Some post that I saw the other day was you like, you know, don't introduce yourself as an artist. Let let yourself be introduced as a songwriter. And my my train of thought for why I tell y'all to explore your other interests and it will help lead into your passion of music is because I've found that I'm I'm going to stop fighting people to recognize me as an artist first. And what I've found is that I'm, I'm, I just basically let people believe that I am only what they met me as. So if you met me as an engineer, as far as you know, that's all I do. If you met me as a songwriter, as far as you know, that's all I do. If you met me as a fitness instruct- instructor, as far as you know, that's all I do. If you met me as a model, as far as you know, that's all I do. So I just let people box me how they want to. And I don't fight that anymore. But as I get to know those people and I build relationships with them based off of like how we met. And like I said, we get to know each other and then they figure out, oh, my God, you do so many things. Why did I not think of it? It's because you didn't ask. But now that that part of the conversation has opened up, now you can go see what else I do. This is what I'm really passionate about. But sometimes it just takes doing really well with how people have you made up in their mind anyway you know so just don't even get frustrated with that no more I don't I don't I try not to except when I'm trying to flex on these hoes because I know I'm better but that's a different conversation Uh, Fly's Kitchen said I'm still waiting on you to book me for a private dinner hot food this time yes even though your food was cold Y'all, the food was bussing and I took back some chicken. I'm surprised it wasn't all gone. Thank you for letting me take those leftovers. I didn't have to cook dinner for a couple days because of that. But I had barbecue chicken and salad for like two, three days after that. I was like, mm. but yes, I do. I do have to book you for a private dinner. Shout out to Fly's Kitchen. Food is amazing. The mac and cheese is legendary. We had, uh, I can't remember everything we had, but mac and cheese, salad and barbecue chicken. And uh, I don't know, it was just really good food. Shout out to Glory Apparel for doing the photo shoot the right way. And by the right way, I mean, he was very upfront with, we can't, I can't pay you, but I can give you merchandise and I can feed you. And he took care of everybody on set in that way. And everybody had great energy. Baked beans, that was the other thing. Everybody had great energy and that was just a really good photo shoot. So if y'all have seen my pictures um, posing in the loved ones merchandise, Shout out to Glory Apparel. Great photo shoot. Great people. Everybody had great energy. But yeah, back to what we were saying with um, explore your interests and let people let people think that you are only what they met you as and just connect with them on that level. And if they want to connect with you on different levels, it will come with time. Hugh Steph says, I met an artist and manager at a call center. Really? Being yourself really helps no matter where you are. Yeah, no matter where you are. And if your higher purpose is music, then everything that you do will lead back to music anyway. But don't put pressure on only doing well in music. You'll you'll be unbalanced and miserable if you only rely on music. You know what I'm saying? So 
figure out what you like to do, find out what are your interests, go explore those interests as well. Like I said in that previous Lex Chat episode, go get a hobby and connect with people on that level. And as you get to know people, they'll discover the different layers to you. Um, it, it still blows my mind how people box each other when we all know that we do multiple things, but people still only interact with you based on how they met, met you. I don't know what's up with that, but yeah, I just, for me, oh, here she go. For me, I just make sure that I don't want people to box me. So I, I don't put anything past anybody that could be positive things or negative things. I don't put things past anybody. We're all multifaceted and we do multiple things. <sighs> oh, Katniss. But anyway, I hope that this uh, conversation helped you all. And yeah. Oh, the last thing would be email newsletters, but I'll talk about that another time. Basically collecting emails and um, sending out monthly or bi-weekly newsletters for people who are interested in keeping up with what you're doing, what you're releasing, that's a great way to market yourself as well. But yeah, thank y'all for joining me on this Lex chat. Let me know what other topics y'all want to get into. Um, if y'all are watching live, thank y'all so much for tuning in and being part of the conversation. If you are catching this on a replay on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, please make sure you like comment down below to keep the conversation going subscribe hit the notification bell to be notified each and every time i post a new piece of content if you're on spotify or apple Podcasts, give me a five out of five star rating and leave a review that really helps me by telling the algorithm that this is a good piece of content that they should push in front of more audiences i would greatly appreciate y'all for that if you want to go the extra mile in supporting me so i can give more content like this on a more consistent basis, then please consider becoming a patron of mine at patreon.com slash LexiATL, where you can become a patron for as little as $5 a month. That would help me a lot. Subscribe to Lexi. And uh, you'd get priority when you make like suggestions on content that you want to see about. So yeah, consider that. And again, check out the song that was playing in the background earlier. That's Love Chaser, available on all streaming platforms to include Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and YouTube, and Amazon, all those good things. Remember, I've got merchandise available. If you don't catch me at the show tomorrow, you can order your merchandise, hats, wristbands, lighters with built-in bottle openers, and Lexi posters. You can find those things on my website as well. But um, that's LexiATL.com, L-E-X-C-A-T-L.com for that merchandise. If y'all are watching live, remember tomorrow I will be at Marietta Sage Restaurant and Lounge. Um, not sure exactly what time I'm going on, but I'll say please be there by 10 o'clock. Um, I think artist check-in is between eight. Actually, no, come at nine because he's doing it different this week. Artist check-in is between eight and nine. So... I have a hunch that I'll be going on about 10 o'clock, but just please get there at nine so I can feel loved and supported. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's at Sage, Marietta Sage Restaurant and Lounge at 962 Roswell Street Northeast in Marietta, Georgia. 
That's Marietta Sage Restaurant and Lounge at 962 Roswell Street Northeast in Marietta, Georgia, doing a 15 minute set. I am the headliner for the night. All right. And again, thank y'all so much for joining in on this conversation. I really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, I appreciate it. I think that's all I have to say for this episode. We are at an hour 15 and a half. So hopefully this was helpful for y'all. DM me or email me what other topics you would like to get into. And I'm going to be bringing back guests. I don't know if I'll do it before the holidays, but I do want to bring guests back on the show. It's just, you know, mm, I'll bring them back. So let me know what kind of uh, stuff y'all want to see, like topics or what y'all want to learn about. And then I'll start curating, like picking out guests to help answer those questions. But thank y'all so much for joining me for Lex Chat this week. Like I said, I hope it helped. And yeah, my name is Lexi. Until next time, peace. Instead of chasing after someone else, girl, you better love yourself. Pain and I know you've been through it. I know you want some.